Well, hey there, all you beautiful people, and welcome to the most exhilarating ride of self-discovery. Get ready for a life-shifting journey as we dive deep into the topics of self-love, self-worth, some other selfies, as well as unlocking the transformative power of setting healthy boundaries so you can embrace your true potential and take charge of your life. This is not your typical self-help podcast. Oh no, we are taking it up a notch and then some. No sugarcoating, no fluff, just real talk and real results. We're diving headfirst into those topics that some may shy away from, but not here. Together, we'll uncover the wisdom in embracing the tough stuff. I'm bringing my high energy and no-nonsense approach to the mic, and we're ready to break through those barriers holding you back. Get ready to amplify your inner power and learn simple yet super effective tools to unleash the greatness that resides within you. So buckle up, my friends. We're about to embark on an adventure of a lifetime. Embrace your uniqueness, cherish your self-worth, and let's create a life that sets your soul on fire. Hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode packed with insights, laughter, and maybe even a little dancing. Together, we'll crush those self-doubts, level up our self-love game, and celebrate every step of this incredible journey. Are you ready to ignite the power from within? Well then, let's do this. I'm Denise Marsh, your enthusiastic guide on this roller coaster of growth, and I cannot wait to see you thrive. Get ready for an adventure that'll leave you feeling empowered, inspired, and equipped to take on the world. This is Getting Raw with Denise, where we redefine authenticity and have a blast doing it. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another fun Friday. I am super pumped today because I have an extra special guest on, Tammy Potter. And I want to talk a little bit about Tammy. And I'm also going to give her time to talk about herself. And then we're going to get into a really good discussion today. So Tammy Potter is an entrepreneur manifester, storyteller, shopaholic, and living her best life, which is always captured with a selfie. She relocated to Tampa from Milwaukee with her adorable dog, Lakshmi, two years ago. She loves getting dressed up and going to the hottest places to see who has the best margarita. Tammy is a passionate style enthusiast on a mission to empower women to embrace their authentic selves through the transformative power of dressing their energy. With a deep understanding of the four energy types called goddesses and their influence on personal style, she has dedicated herself to helping women discover their true colors, prints, 
and fabrics that enhance their natural beauty and boost their confidence. Through her signature course, Shakti Style, she guides you on a self-discovery journey to uncover your dominant energy type and align your wardrobe with your true essence. I will definitely have all of her information in the show notes so you can check out her Facebook, Instagram, and her website. And Tammy also believes that when you dress in harmony with your energy, magic happens. Your outer appearance becomes a powerful reflection of your inner self, opening doors to endless possibilities in every aspect of your life. Welcome, Tammy. Yay. Thank you for having me. It sounded so much better you reading it. (laughs) I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on here and sharing your time, your energy with us today. I'm really excited. I want to definitely give you the space to talk about your program and why it's important and also share more about your own personal journey, because I know you've been doing a lot of work on yourself, you know, which is one of the most loving things that any person can do. And so really, really excited to share this time with you to talk about that, because I know that someone listening today, one, either needs to hear about your course and or needs to hear about your journey so that they can feel inspired and they can feel hopeful and they can feel like, hey, that could be me too. You know, I can make those changes for myself too. So go ahead. Tell us a little bit more about you. Well, I think that it was in a nutshell. I love to dress up. I love fashion, shopping, all those things, and then ending the day with a margarita. Um, But I also love working out, spending time with friends and family. Traveling is a passion of mine. And otherwise, just laying in the pool with my dog, taking her on a walk. So, yes. So, Miss Tammy. All right. So first, you're here in Tampa, moved from Milwaukee. What led you here? It was a very fast series of events, and it was basically just divine timing of the universe. I was feeling very stagnant in all areas of my life. And I was, how you introduced me, I'm a manifester. So I literally was manifesting this. And even though I say I believe in the universe and divine timing, and if you ask, be ready to receive, um, I received it in so many ways. I got so many different signs and so many things transpired where it was like, it's time for you to go. It's time for you to leave. Um, The only thing that you know, which is Milwaukee, that's where both my daughters are. I owned a home for almost 20 years. And I sold my house in a day, moved to Tampa, not knowing one single person here. And I have no regrets, even though it was the scariest thing I have ever done, considering I don't even, I know you love to do things by yourself. Um, I don't even go out to eat by myself. So I moved here just with my dog. And there are so many amazing, kind people in the world that you meet on journeys. And I had so many cheerleaders throughout this that I could not picture myself in any other place doing it any other way. Mm, I love that you spoke about it being scary, you know, because so many times in our lives, we, we want to do things, 
but like, oh my gosh, that's scary. Or I don't know what the outcome's going to be. What are people going to say? Or what if it's not the right move? So even though it was scary, you did it anyway. So can you speak more on that part of even though it was scary, you did it? Like what, what caused you to say me wanting to do this is more powerful and bigger than me being scared? Um, I, it's indescribable how scared I was and even driving. So I drove here by myself in April, which is through the South. That's where a lot of the storms start happening. It was hailing. I was crying. So not only was I like physical, fearful, like this is a sign, maybe I shouldn't go, but just having to find simple things like a new grocery store, a new hairstylist, a new place to get your nails done, like all of those things to me, because I was so stuck in a routine and being, like I said, stagnant, but also comfortable that I, I had to do something. And I, it was just something inside of me that was leading me to do this. And a lot of people always says, you're so strong. If, and, and the fact that like, when you're actually living in it, you're like, I'm not that strong. Like I'm all smoke and mirrors. Like I appear this way and I dress this way, but I felt so weak and vulnerable, which is something I'm very unfamiliar with and very uncomfortable with. And that literally propelled me into doing so many more scary things, which, you know, going to Peru was Mm -hmm. so scary for me personally, even though it was the most magical, beautiful thing, but like me getting there on the plane and my resistance and what other word would you use for that? Resistance. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you help me and um and people really need that to get out of their comfort zone and be I don't want to say like be pushed but yeah really be pushed to to really find themselves and what they're capable of because we're capable of so much and people say that and it's easier to say it but to those that that whole experience really pushed me out of my comfort zone and I learned so many life lessons and just really learned myself and how much I could do. I just wish I would have done it like 10, 15 years ago, but it's all in timing. When I did it was when it was meant to be. Mm -hmm. You know, when you say that and speaking about doing it scared, you know, doing it scared, it was the scariest thing, but you did it anyway. And something led you here, right? And getting out of your comfort zone. And you're right. It sounds like it's easier said than done. This is when you have to say, okay, well, what's worth it to me? And you said, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to go with this feeling. I know I'm scared, but I'm going to do this anyway. I'm going to get out of my comfort zone. I'm just going to go for it. You know? And like you said, you have no regrets. You know, my eighth grade graduation, my father, I'll never forget. If, If I, if I lose my memory, I feel like this is one thing I'll never forget is he told me, don't live with regrets. You know, he said other things too, um, but that was one of the things that stood out the most, you know, like not to live with regrets. And when we live with regrets, it's almost as if I look at it as slapping life in the face, like saying like my life, you know, who cares? We're given this life to explore and experience. And a lot of times people stay in a situation that feels comfortable, you know, like, well, this is what I know. So let me just, it's not that bad. Sure, I want to do other things, but that's that seems too scary. That seems so uncomfortable. 
But that's what life is about is experiencing and exploring, right? If we don't take chances, how will you know? How will you get to discover other parts of you? And so even how you were saying that, you know, I don't know if you said it on in this episode right now already, or if we've just talked about this in the past, but how you moving to Florida, you learned so many new things about yourself, yes. right? That you may not have learned if you stayed in Milwaukee, which was a place that you knew, right? But now moving to a place that's so unfamiliar, you don't know anyone, you have to like navigate this whole new life. You started to learn new things about you. So can you tell us a little bit more about that experience of getting to know Tammy in a, a different way? Yes, I, and I feel like my story is still like writing mm-hmm. and I'm still in that process. And recently I've realized because when I moved to, it was almost kind of like putting on a costume because I wanted to reinvent myself. Mm-hmm. And I knew I was going to meet all new people and I could reinvent myself. I wasn't going to say things, no to things. I wasn't going to do things where I, I felt stagnant and was doing the same thing. But I also realized because when you, you know, stay in one place your whole life, I don't want to say like you're surrounded by like, yes, ma'am people, but those are your people. And then when you meet new people, you realize not everyone's going to like you. You don't like everybody and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I needed that because I felt like I was surrounded. I wasn't also meeting a lot of new people. Yes. Um, the, the business that I was in, I was always meeting new people for business, but not friendships. I had like the same friends. I didn't really have a lot of new friends and building new friendships really can tell you more about yourself and what you're looking for. Um, so I think like, that's the biggest lesson and you know, me personally, how much I seek outside validation. So I I felt like when I moved here, I had to do stuff to fit in for people to like me because I was the new kid on the block, like, you know, first day at school And just recently, and I'm like, that's okay if people don't like me and that's okay if I don't fit in and that's okay if we're not aligned um, in all different aspects of our lives. And I don't have to show up in rooms where I'm not valued as a person. And I kept showing up in places that I, people didn't respect me as a person, as a brand, and I wasn't valued at. And then I was showing up in rooms where it was like, where have these people in this tribe been my whole life? Hmm. And that was super empowering to like, accept that, take a step back and be like, that's okay. It was huge for me. And I'm sure like you hearing that because you know how much I want the Mm -hmm. likes and people to like me. And I'm like, I know how many people I don't like. I don't know why I'm so worried about everybody liking me. So I like did like a reverse and it just like clicked. Mm -hmm. That is huge. Like, seriously, that's a really huge thing to go from, you know, I want people to like me to it's okay if people don't like me. That is a huge thing. Like so many people can relate to that wanting people to like them, right? I, I want people to like me, but not everyone gets to the point of, it's okay if people don't like me and really mean it, not in a 
oh, screw them. It's not that you're not coming from that place. You're coming from the place of it's okay. It's okay. People don't like me because there are people who do like me. And those are the people I will spend my time and energy with, you know, and it's, it's also when you were talking about, you know, finding friends, like like meeting new friends, that's not business related, but just friendships. And, you know, you've been here about two years, I've been here almost five years. And I feel that because we're in this new space, we've opened ourselves up to exploring more instead of, you know, I've met people and I'm pretty, pretty sure you've met this like people too, who have are born and raised in Florida. And you'll tell them about a place you've been to. They're like, oh, I've never been there. Like, really? You you live here. How have you never been there? And I even think about like Tim and I, we love St. Augustine, which is about a couple, like, couple hours away from us. We love going to the Keys. It's about a six hour drive. You know, there's mm-hmm. all these places that I love to explore. And I've met so many people here who, who born and raised in Florida. And they like, I've never been outside of Tampa, or I've never been outside of like an hour from my home. And it reminds me of when you live somewhere like Milwaukee, or like I lived in Illinois, and we don't always explore out. You know, it's like you have your routine, you have your routine. But when you're put in a position to you're in a completely new place, it's almost as if you're not forced because it's all a choice, but you're more open to exploring, right? Like, okay, well, where are the best restaurants? You know, where are the best beaches? Where are the, you know, best, you know, where, where can I go? Like, what, what's the vibe here? What's the vibe there? And so you're more open to exploring the unfamiliar. And so that speaks to you as well. You know, that being that courageous and saying, Hey, I don't know what the, what the heck's going on, who's here, but I'm just going to figure it out along the way. And so that's so, that is such a cool thing. And I hope that it's, that's inspiring. That part right there just alone is inspiring someone to just get out of your comfort zone and go explore more of life, which will help you to explore more of you to find, find, finding out more about who you are, what you want, what you like, what you don't like, because if you stay in that, doing the same thing all the time. You're not allowing yourself to truly grow in the ways that you can grow. Like, would you agree? I a hundred percent agree because when I lived in Milwaukee, all of my houses and apartments were within a five mile radius. I never had more than a 10 minute drive to when I clocked into work, you know, you go, I go to a gym that's two miles. I went to the same place that did my hair since I was three years old. Until really? the day I left, I just rotated stylists. They'd either have a baby or do whatever. And I never, ever went anywhere else. And so that's why it's like, it seems so like, why would you be scared to find a new hairstyle? It's like, you don't understand how in my comfort zone and bubble I was. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like I was an outgoing, you know, fun, adventurous person. <laughs> it's like, was I really, was I? So, yeah, it, this has pushed you even further into that exactly. being a fun, adventurous per- person. Yes, I 100% agree. So with that being said, I want to like steer the conversation into so the theme of the podcast, which is talking about the selfies, you know, and self-love, self-validation, self-confidence, self-worth, all of the all of the wonderful self-words. What do you feel is the selfie that you are truly owning right now 
in your life that was once a challenge for you? Confidence. Definitely confidence. Okay. And do you feel like with the confidence part, where do you feel that you're seeing more confidence in your life? Do you feel overall or do you feel it's in certain areas it's stronger than other areas? Tell us more about that. Um, specifically just like who I am as a 45 year old woman, like Mm -hmm. I'm confident in who I am and my worth and the value that I add to different scenarios. Um, and that's like, it's a work in progress and it's a practice. It's a daily practice that you have to remind yourself and work at. And it can, I don't want to say it can be taken away, but it can definitely be knocked down. And that's why you have to, you have to work on it. It's like an internal inner thing. That's a daily practice. Thank you for saying that about the daily practice, because it's true that there are some people who may be listening and saying like, heck yeah, you're right, Tammy. I practice the same thing. I'm working on myself every day or every day I'm taking some type of action towards getting better. And then there are some people who are like, yeah, right. That doesn't work. Well, could it be, it's not really working for you. Not, not you, Tammy, but those who are saying like, no, that doesn't work to, Could it be that your confidence isn't growing or the love for yourself isn't enhancing or whatever it is that you have been challenged with? It's not getting better because you're not taking intentional action every day. You have to work on yourself. It doesn't have to be something that's hard all the time. And, oh, this is such this is so much work. Sure, it takes work to work on yourself, but it doesn't have to be this hassle. It doesn't have to be like daunting. It can be fun. It can be it can be challenging and frustrating at times. However, when you make it a daily practice and saying every day, I'm going to take a step towards a better me every day, I'm going to take some type of action. That's going to make me feel better because the alternative is you're not making any progress at all. And sometimes people will start something and then stop because they expect answers within five days. And then like, Oh, that didn't work. Well, you have years and years and years of stuff you're trying to like change. It's not an overnight process. You know, I was listening, this was like some years ago. I was listening to maybe this was at a conference. I don't remember. It was, but it was someone speaking and they said that anything will work if you actually work it. Right. right? And so she gave the example of, you know, if you start a workout program. And let's say it is a 30-day workout program. Excuse my dog, everyone. She's a little bit excited. Okay, great. Yeah, my doggy, Ariel, she's a Shiba Inu. And if you know about Shibas, they have this thing called the Shiba Scream. And they sound... It's like, it's a super high-pitched, like super high-pitched Yelp. I guess she wants to get out, but I'll let her out in a second. But anywho... (laughs) Um, she gave the example, if you are, if you do a 30 day workout program and you expect, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to sign up, I'm paying my money, I'm doing the things. And then seven days go by and you step on the scale and you're like, I didn't lose a pound. This doesn't work. Well, it says 30 days. Okay. And you, you just got on the scale after seven days. Okay. Maybe you didn't lose a pound, but energy but people give up too fast. 
right? So many people give up way too fast because they're expecting these quick results. And like a little bit ago, you said, I'm, my story is still being written. I'm still working on me, right? Mm -hmm. We're never done, right? We are always going to be evolving and growing and exploring and experiencing. That's cool. That's amazing, right? We're never at the, at a point where like, okay, I learned everything. I'm perfect. I'm good. No, there's always more that we can discover about ourselves and our lives. But if you don't stick with it, if you give up too fast, you don't get to reap the beautiful benefits, right? And so, yes, there's going to be times, like you said, you know, where you might get knocked down a bit, you know, you're doing all the things and then something happens. Someone says something to you or a car breaks down, whatever, something happens. You're like, oh, gosh, of course, this will happen. No, 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 no. Sometimes things just happen, right? Right. Sometimes things just happen. That doesn't mean that you failed. That doesn't mean that all the work you put in is done. That just, just take another step tomorrow. That's okay. Right. And so if you could speak to that, as far as how you've been doing the work on yourself, you know, and when it gets hard, when it gets challenging, what do you do? Like, do you just put on a brave face and say, okay, or what, what are you doing? to help yourself keep taking those intentional steps, especially when it gets challenging. Like on the good days, it's easy, right? But when you're not having a good day or something happens that kind of throws you off, what are you able to do to bring yourself back? Um, There's a couple of things that I do. One of them is I love just being active in moving and releasing that energy, that negative energy to bring in more positive energy. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because what I'm not confident in is yoga. And I took up, started taking up yoga in February and that will humble you very fast <laughs> because that is one of the hardest things I've ever done physically with my body. Like, and I, I, I think I'm, well, I know I'm in more of an advanced class and when she keeps saying it's your practice, it's your practice. Yes. You have to practice in it. And I'll say affirmations to myself. And I'll thank myself for just being there. Like you Mm. can do this. You are fit. You are strong. You know, you're amazing. I'll say these things to myself. I also have like one of those mirror Sharpies. So I have affirmations on my mirror. And when I do like my little face regimen, I will read the entire list. And there's probably close to 35 items on there that I say to myself, everything from money, that money comes easily and effortless Mm -hmm. to me to, I love my body and my body is perfect Mm -hmm. because how it started when I kind of mentioned like knocking it down is I am a lot on social media and, um, you know, on Facebook, mine is private. I just have my friends that can see my content. So obviously if you have friends in Facebook, it's kind of community and friends and people that, you know, they will blow smoke up your ass all day and say, you look great. They will like your stuff. Right. And that's, that's a perfect world. When you put yourself on other platforms where there's people that you don't know, strangers, I like to call them sometimes are they drunk babies because they will say mean things, mean, mean things. And you Mm -hmm. look at it and we'll take a, a line out of Denise's, um, book and coaching calls do you believe that this is true? Mm -hmm. So when you sit there and you look at the comments and people talk about your weight or your age and all of your insecurities, because you know, you look good because you posted it. That's what I thought. 
Like mm-hmm. I look good and I look snatched and I looked at, and then it's like, you read these comments and you, you take a step back. Like, do you believe that that's true? And I'm like, I don't believe that it's true, but it plays like a mind game and nobody is going to, I mean, I could have a thousand comments of saying you're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. And it makes you feel good. But unless you look at yourself and silence the inner mean girl, because whether I saw the comment online or I heard it in person or whatever it is, when you look at that reflection in the mirror, there's nobody worse to criticize, especially physically as women, when we're in a comparison world to say something mean. Mm -hmm. And I have a saying that I got from somebody else that it's a spell. You can't go around and say, I can't, I'm broke, or I can't, I'm fat or whatever it is. That's a spell. Mm -hmm. So you have to say, when you look in the mirror, like, damn girl, you look good. And whatever it could be, like, I love your smile. Your lipstick is perfect. Your hair is beautiful. You did amazing. You showed up today. You have to say that every single day. And in my course, obviously I talk about fashion and I, and I hate that when you, if you're not taking the course, you think that it's all about like looks and looking great and showing up, but it's a whole inner outer beauty because when you feel good on the outside, that's the easiest part, Mm -hmm. but you have to feel it on the inside. And so when you figure out, you know, what your energy type is in my course and you start wearing clothes and then you start getting the compliments. That's all great. And then you look in the mirror and you say, you need to lose 10 pounds and you need to do this and all these things. Then it's just like an endless spiral. And I lived that. Sometimes I still do. That's why it's like a daily practice because soon as you spiral out in the morning, it, it, it carry it like takes precedent over the, the entire day. I appreciate your honesty with all of that too, you know, saying like that was you and sometimes it still may pop up. And I appreciate you sharing what you do on a daily basis to help yourself. And so that's the thing, you know, when people talk about working on themselves, those who may be very new to that type of world, you know, of working on yourself or people who haven't dived into it and like, does that really work? They maybe sometimes get this misconception that you're going to work with a coach or a therapist and then you're going to be completely healed and you never have to do anything else again. But no, you still have to do just like you don't eat once in your life. You don't have to eat again. Like you have to eat daily. You have to drink water. You have to do things daily to nourish yourself, to feed yourself, to help yourself. And so when you do take that, that step to work on yourself, You find different ways to help yourself stay on that path, to stay motivated, to stay the course, right? And so I love that you have these really simple yet very impactful things that you do daily, like writing the affirmations that you believe in on your mirror, right? Because you're absolutely right. Your morning is the way you kickstart your day. You know, the vibe that you set up in the morning, it can dictate your day, a majority of your day or just how it starts off. And this is why I strong, strongly, strongly encourage people like, please, please, for the love of all to in the morning, you 
check with yourself first before you pick up your gosh darn phone, before you look on social media, before you check text, before you look at emails, before you look at all that, check with yourself. You're waking up, right? You are waking up. And I've, I like to feel, and this is just my own opinion, my own thoughts, is that the morning we're so vulnerable. We're so open, right? You're waking up and you're kind of like in that very influential state of mind. Right. And so what you do is in the morning is very important. Just like the first thing you put in your body. Right. You don't want to eat some cookies first thing in the morning. Your body may not respond very well. And it's not about like, oh, cookies are bad. It's you don't want that to be the first thing you put in your body. You want the first thing you put in your body is something that's going to energize you and make your gut feel good and help you with mental whatever. So you're intentional about what you put in your body. Hey, let me drink some water or my coffee or my tea, you know, my smoothie. Let me put the right things in my body. So if we're taking the time, putting the right things into our body, it only makes sense that we take the time to put the right things in our mind. Like Exactly. It, I mean, right? It only makes sense. So if the first thing you're doing is going on social media, what the devil do you think is going to happen? Like what? What do you think? Do you think you're going to go on there? Now, again, some people may say, Denise, no, when I go on social media, it pumps me up. I watch this live and it makes me feel good or I watch this. Okay, cool. Great. Wonderful. That's amazing. I'm still going to encourage you that the first thing you do in the morning is check in with yourself. Check in with yourself. After you give your gratitude for waking up, like that's something to be grateful for. Check with yourself, asking yourself, what do I need? What do I need? You know, what's going to, what is it that I need most today? Because every day it might be a little different. Some days you may say, I need some energy today, or today I want to have more fun, or today I want to have more peace. You know, it's been a hectic couple of days. I want some peace today. Whatever it is, checking in with you first, feeding yourself the things you need. So just how you're saying, okay, when you're getting ready in the morning, you're in your bathroom, you're at the sink, you're reading those affirmations to yourself because you know that's feeding your mind the good things you need. So just in case some insecure person has something off the wall to say to you, even though, yeah, maybe it stings, maybe it doesn't, but you're like, is that, that's not even true. Like, that's not even like, okay, that's your opinion, whatever. Or you're just, you're just whatever. That's not my business. I know that's not true because I've already had the conversation with myself to speak truth into me. Right. And so even when you said how, yeah, there's still some times where thoughts come up that I don't like. But you know how to reel it back in, right? Right. So you don't have to sit in it. You know how to like, okay, yeah, maybe I had a thought for a second. I didn't like it, but I know how to bring myself in. So I appreciate the the honesty with that and sharing that with people because just that part with, I, you know, I have all these affirmations written on my mirror. It's something that means something to you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people just need something that means something that's simple. Right. And so thank you for that. Um, mm, Okay. I want to get more into the work that you've been doing on yourself. Cause I know you've been working on yourself. Like you said, we, we continue to work on ourselves, but your journey of starting to work on yourself and getting to a point of, I need some type of support. So at one time, in case you all didn't know, Tammy hired me as a mindset guide, right? Which led to our friendship, right? So in the beginning of that, what was it that was happening in your life that you were 
to hire me or just hire anyone to say, hey, I need some support? I I was thinking about this and I think it was just like one of those pivotal moments. Like, I'm not sure if it was like a sign, but it was like something that's happening that says, I need this. It's like the whisper in the ear that I need to do this. And I've worked with like business coaches before. And so I saw the value and how much my business increased. And so I felt like, not that I accomplished or was at the top or I couldn't ever improve business-wise, but I knew (laughs) I had some work to do. And I knew that I think I was ready after my move, doing this scary thing and me changing like, okay, I think there's, I kept saying that it was Tammy 2.0 when I moved there, but Mm -hmm. it was kind of, I don't want to say like it was a lie, but it wasn't really there. It was like in my head, but I'm like, "I, I have to do something and I don't know what it is or how I get there to really be this Tammy 2.0 that I'm putting out there. That makes sense. Mm, 100% that makes sense. And a few things popped up for me as you were speaking about this. One, what I've noticed is that the women who do choose me as their mindset coach, mindset guide, majority of them have done some type of work. Like whether it was they've had therapy before or they've had a business coach before, they've they've done something. They've had a mentor. They've had some type of, they've done some type of work before on themselves. Some of them maybe have just indulged in certain self-help books or podcasts or YouTube videos and said, okay, I need something different now. So I want to point that out because a lot of the time, some people don't make the move to hire a coach or a guide or get a therapist because they don't see the value in it. Mm -hmm. But just what you said, you know, I've had business coaches before and I saw the value in how it helped my business. So, okay, now I'm feeling I need something personally for me. And so that's key right there, because again, unless you see the value in something, you're probably not going to do it. And the other thing I want to point out is you trusting your inner knowing, right? You said that whisper is saying there's something there. I just, I can't put my finger on it, but it's something telling me I need something different, Mm -hmm. right? And so seriously, kudos to you for listening to that, that inner, that inner voice that was telling you do this get this. We need this. And I'm really making a big thing out of this right now because I, someone listening to this right now, you have an inner knowing. Something is telling that inner, that real part of you is guiding you towards something, whether it's it's time to change the dynamic in the relationship you're in, or it's time to move, or it's time for a new career or job, or it's time to do something different with your help. You have an inner knowing. It's telling you something. Listen to it. Listen right. to it. Not the mean girl. Right. Not don't listen to the mean girl. Right. Yes. To that inner knowing, that whisper. You know, or sometimes it may be it, it's yelling at you, but if it's something moving you towards doing something, a change needs to happen. Listen to it. Mm-hmm. Listen. So thank you for saying that part because I I feel not enough people give that inner voice, like the, right. the healthy, the healthy inner voice. They don't give that enough acknowledgement, but they'll give the acknowledgement to the unhealthy inner voice. The one that's saying all the cruel things, they'll listen all darn day. But the healthy inner voice, they're like, ah, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, but this one over here that's telling me I'm ugly, they're probably right. (laughs) Right. 
So listen to that healthy inner voice. So thank you for saying that. And with that, with us working together, um, and and I will say too that I've I've watched you clearly <laughs> since we started working together, and your light is different. Your oh, your light you. is is very different, and it's this. You know how we talked about confidence. You always, to me, you always exuded this 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 confident aura, right? Like this, like this, this level of confidence. I've always seen that in with you, even when, you know, I knew of you in pure romance, Mm -hmm. you know, there was always this confidence that you carried within your, with, with yourself. However, this level of confidence you have now, Mm -hmm. it's on a different level, like on a completely different level where I feel that you've learned how to check yourself more. Like you've learned how to say, okay, Tammy, (laughs) Let's let's bring it in. Whereas, you know, before maybe you would be hesitant with checking yourself or really going within. And I can definitely see this extra confident person and this person who's owning their life and saying, okay, this is the path I want to go down. I may not know how to get there, but I'm going to do it anyway. You know, that takes courage and that courage leads to confidence. And so I've seen that within you, you know, and even just that light that I'm talking about, you can't fake light. You cannot. You no. cannot fake your light. And your light is really shining bright. It's this, you know how you say like the Tammy 2.0. No, you're like Tammy, like, um, what's the new iPhone? I'm not an iPhone right. user. I don't know. 14.601. <laughs> but it's this, you've taken yourself. You really do believe in yourself. That is beautiful. That you you believe in yourself. And I'm not just saying this. I promise people I'm not just saying, first of all, if anyone knows me, I don't just say anything. Like that's not my MO. I don't, I'm not about to just say anything unless I mean it. And I truly, truly see that you believe in yourself, but the level that you believe in yourself is different, right? It's this, I'm really, really learning me and knowing me and I'm liking me a whole lot, you know, and I can feel that and see that with you. And so it's been so beautiful to witness that and see that. And I know that that's also inspiring the people that you're choosing to spend your time with, you know, they're feeling that. And that's a beautiful thing is when our light is really showing, it's not just for us. That light is helping other people too, who need that light. And it's not about letting people suck the light, right? It's saying like, Hey, I'm willing to share some of this light with you. You know, I'm willing to share pieces of me with you, you know, and that helps other people. We're all helping each other in this world. We're all helping each other in this life. And anyway, I can just keep going on and on about that. But anywho, with that being said, what do you feel has really helped or maybe there's one thing or a couple of things or a few things. What do you feel has really helped you to get to this new level of confidence in your life? Um, that is like a really deep question. Um, I'm trying not to have dead air here because it is, it's a daily, it's a daily practice, but Mm -hmm. it's also just like understanding where you came from and owning it. Oh, we're talking about like the whispers in your ear, right? Mm -hmm. 
in believing are those whispers true? And I can't like, um, you know, when you ask what value do you bring as a mindset guide, that was something that has never, and I've taken therapy as well. No one has ever used those words to me. And it really makes you like think back. And in a lot of scenarios that I come across, I'm like, do I believe that this is true? Like, do I believe that this is my destiny? Do I believe that this is why this is happening? Like all of those things you is how I come across certain situations. And when you don't believe that it's true, it literally shifts your mindset Mm -hmm. of that's not true. And I'm not going to let this consume me because I'm someone who's very consumable in the mind. Things can consume my mind. And, um, you know, it's true. Like when certain things happen, it can physically make you sick, how powerful your mind is and things that you believe that are true, but they're really not true. When somebody asks you, is it but is that true? And you thought about it and you're like, but wait, it's not, but I know this makes sense because this is your expertise. This is what you do for people and for a living. So I don't know if it's being translated to somebody new listening, but, um, once you literally kind of shift your mindset and have moments of reflection, you can just start to, I don't want to say like float or walk through life a little differently. If that makes sense. Truly. Yes. And that is you. I love the way that you put that. You do walk through life differently. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You walk with more clarity. Yeah. Right. You walk with less noise. And when I say less noise, we have so much coming at us. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to even deny that there's so much happening in the world around us, in our neighborhoods, our homes, our families, everything. There's so much always happening. And if you don't have a good grasp on you, You can get lost in the noise, right? And when you have a better grasp on yourself by checking with yourself daily, you know, feeding yourself the right things daily mentally, you know, which is helping you with your emotional state, your actions, your words, your thoughts. When you're doing that, you do walk through life with more clarity, with more ease, with more courage and confidence. You know, even when challenging moments come up, they don't seem as heavy as they would have in the past. Right. And so it's not to say that you're never going to have something bad happen or tragic or hard. You're still going to have that. It's just when you really take the time to get to this new level of a better, more healthier version of yourself, you're able to face those challenges in a different way. Yeah. Where you know, like, yeah, this may suck right now, but it's not like the end of my life. You know, it's not horrible. It's not going to kill me forever. This is just, this is just something I have to work through right now. Okay. All right. That is a big thing for anyone to be able to get to that level and say, I'm walking through life differently now. Right. Right. Because this, yeah, I didn't have the tools. Like I didn't understand why I always kept thinking like that. And like my thought process only had one result and that result was not good for me. And I Mm -hmm. knew it, but I didn't recognize it. And it like working with you, it like kind of all came full circle. And I, even though I love motivational books and like listening to all this stuff, but it really 
it does, you really have to work with somebody and like open up and be vulnerable. Like you can listen and you can, and it's important to have all that stuff fed to you, but like the dialogue that you give and the homework and all that kind of stuff, it's like a full experience to really transform. Yes. Yes. I agree with that, that working with someone is going to be, especially the right person. Cause every, right. you know, I'm not for everyone. I can admit that I own that. I, I don't want to be for everyone. Right. And my approach is my approach, you know, and you know, we can speak, <laughs> we can speak on that. And <laughs> my, you know, people who know me now, like people who have come into my world now, they're like, oh, she's so bubbly. And so this and so that energetic, I am, I am. Mm -hmm. And if you work with me, you'll get the bubbly part, but you're also going to get someone who's going to push you, you know, and, you know, I know when we went to Peru, we did the retreat in Peru. And there were many times in a session and I'm pushing you and you didn't, you, I knew you didn't like it. You know, you, you you made it clear that you did not like it. Like you, you did not like me pushing you. You did not be like, this is hard. Like, no, this is hard, you know? And, but the thing is that is one of the benefits of working with a coach or a guide. Mm -hmm. And again, not just saying you have to only work with me, but whoever it is, whoever it is, just getting the right support. That's one of the beautiful benefits is having someone right next to you, right next to you, who's seeing you for who you are, not judging you, but really trying to help you and say like, Hey, let's look at it this way. Mm -hmm. Let's look at it this way. And being able to having that coach or that guide being, being able to say, no, we're not going to stop at this. Let's, let's keep going. Right. I'm not going to stop just because you said you don't like this. Okay. Right. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. But you didn't stop. You did not give up, even though you made it clear. You didn't like, you didn't like, you didn't like some of the things, but that's about the getting uncomfortable. Right. And it's not that I'm pushing to do something that's, you know, not okay. It's that uncomfortable of getting out of your own way and getting out of the way you've been doing things. And that is not easy. So it is going to be a challenge. It's going to be uncomfortable. But having someone there with you by yeah. your side and say, I'm not going to stop. Like, I'm not letting go. I'm not giving up on you. Let's do this. Let's freaking do this. Yes. That is such a benefit. And I I, I know the value in that because I have coaches. You know, I have guides. I have mentors. And without them, you know, man, so many things would not have happened for me. And so I do know the value of investing in a therapist or a coach or a guide or mentor and just having that support. And it is life shifting, you know? And so I appreciate you, Tammy, for trusting in me and, you know, not punching me in the throat, you know, when I was, you know, pushing. (laughs) I never threatened to punch you in the throat. No, 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 you did it. You just said, this is. I probably told you, I don't like you right now. I don't like this. I don't like how you're making me feel. I don't like this. (laughs) Yes. You know, and uh, it's okay. And I, it's fine. You know, I know like you may not like this right now, but it's okay. You're going to love me again. I promise. You told me before we even went on the trip, 
that I should go when I walk the dog, not listen to anything. Don't listen to anything. Just walk, walk silently. And I was like, I don't like it. I don't like it. I tried it. I don't like it. <laughs> this is not for me. Well, guess who walks every morning with no noise? You can't see me raising my hand, but I'm raising my hand. <laughs> but yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing. And I'm so glad that over listen, something so that simple. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm so happy you said that because sometimes people think, oh, I'm going to get this coach and they're going to be so fun and they're going to help me with this and right. it's going to be great. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, if you are contemplating getting a coach, especially one that operates in the way I do, you are not going to like a lot of the things that we right. do. And, and what I mean by that is that you may ask, I may ask you a question and you may say, I don't know. I hope you don't think that's the end of the conversation because no, I'm going to ask you more about that. You know, it's not all fun and games. It's not all like, oh, this was a cool call. No, there's going to be times where you're like, I don't like you right now, Denise. Like, I don't like this. And I don't take it personally because I know it's not about me. It's that what we're doing right now feels really hard and it doesn't feel good. And we're bringing up stuff that you thought was buried. We're bringing up stuff that you thought you never would talk about. We're bringing up stuff that you thought was not a big deal or, you know, it's a big deal, but you don't want to do. We're bringing it all up and we bring it all up to let it to set it free. Yes. Right. So we're able to move forward with more ease, with more joy, with more purpose, you know, with more like excitement of life. But but what happens if we don't address and a lot of people think like, oh, you don't need to address all the past and things. Okay. I'm not saying you need to dredge up everything, but the things that are really sticking to you, it is best to let that go. It is best to deal with that head on Mm -hmm. because what happens is things that have happened in our past that may have had a traumatic effect or an impact on us that just didn't feel great. It it, it can influence the way we do things now. So it only makes sense that if you address those things, now it doesn't have that hold on you. Right. It doesn't have that hold on you. The same thing with really good things, right? You can, let's say you, someone had a really, really epic relationship. Like, oh my God, it was like the best relationship in the world. Like you thought this person was like created and designed for you and you were together for so long and everything was great. And then sadly that person passes away. Okay. And you're grieving and you're going through all of the things. And then sometime later you decide, okay, I'm ready to, I'm ready to get back out there. I'm ready to start dating. And now you're comparing every person Mm. to that epic relationship. It was so good. That's what you want again. Until you realize that was then I can, I can release that. Doesn't mean I'm saying goodbye to that memory, but I'm able to release it and work through all of that. So I'm able to experience this new relationship for what it is, not for what my last one was, right? It's that coming into the new. So when we are wanting to make newness within ourselves, we have to let some of the old go. We have to heal from that. And so I appreciate you doing the work. None of this works unless you do the work and you did the work. Even, you know, that's the thing. Even though it was hard, you said, okay, it's hard, but I'm still going to do it. Right. I'm I'm still going to do this because I care about me. Yourself enough to say I want to I want to do whatever I need to do to feel better, to live right. better, to have better. 
And so I appreciate that. And I appreciate you sharing this with everyone too today. Uh, I do want to ask, you know, outside of working with me and, you know, even having your daily practices, what else have you done that you feel has made an impact in this, this newness that you're experiencing in your life? I wish I would do it more. And that's, you know, a practice, but journaling, like when I do journal, I do feel a lot better. Mm -hmm. My voice even cracks talking about it. It just makes me uncomfortable. Um, But I know how therapeutic it is (laughs) and how beneficial it is. Um, And it's, I just need to just do it because I feel like I've had other conversations recently where it's talked about. So it's like those kinds of signs that come up, like Mm -hmm. you, you need to do that. And, um, I can't remember what it was after Peru. And I wrote some letters and we did that. And then I did, I shared it with my daughters, which was like life-changing for our dynamic and relationship. Mm -hmm. And earlier this year, something was happening and I wrote them each a text kind of like, you know, being, you can understand being a single mom and Mm -hmm. sometimes the lines get blurred of, especially when we have adult daughters of best friends, Mm -hmm. motherhood, and them kind of being our crutch because no one besides like single moms, know when you're alone fighting the world, all you have is like your baby and your daughter in the world. So Mm -hmm. then, you know, that decades later that carries but the, I did not realize the burden I was putting on my daughters, like worrying about me and having them be my support system. Hmm. And I sent them each separately a text, like releasing them from that. They both cried, thanked me. And it literally like changed all the things. And then it's funny because you just go back to patterns, which is why it's so important to like, it's an everyday practice of working on yourself. And I'll go to like call them to almost kind of do something like manic because that's what I know. And that's who I want to call because they're my closest bloodline. And then I'm like, I can't, I, they're, they're not the ones I do have friends for this or I have my dog or I can say it to the mirror or I can do whatever and I'll like catch myself because it's like, I can't bring this issue to my 20 something year old daughters. And prior to like working with you, we might still be, we might even be in communication. You know how much like mother daughters fight Mm -hmm. and just like how unhealthy it was, but I was unhealthy. So you don't know what you don't know. Right until you are vulnerable and you have conversations with people that can like help guide you in those. Cause I wish I would have had something like that with my mother a decade ago to navigate through healthy conversations and think, I don't know if I answered the question or if that went really, no, that, that definitely answered the question. And you're just speaking to the power of the work, you know, the power of the work that we did together and the power of the work that you did on your own to help to blossom your relationships with your daughters and just, just change the dynamic, you know, change the dynamic. So it, 
it was able to grow in other ways, right? And where now it's like, wow, our relationship is closer and different. You know, it was close before, but now it's a different type of closeness, you know? And so that's a beautiful thing too. And that point of when we do the work on ourselves, it does affect the relationships we have. It affects everything around us. So taking care of yourself is so crucial, not just to you, but to the people in our life. It really makes a huge difference. So I want to just quickly, for those who may be thinking of what are the benefits of working with a transformational mindset coach, especially after you're done working with the transformational mindset coach. So it's been a while since we've worked together um, and I've been your coach. It's been a while. So what would you say have been the lasting impacts of us working together because, and I'm asking this question because I want people to see that when you do work with a coach or when you work with a guide, the work that you're doing, it's not just for that time period. It's meant right. to have lasting and impact on your life. And so what would you say was a lasting impact from us working together? That we had so many full circle moments and I feel like you put so many of the final pieces of puzzles or like the starting point of the puzzle, you know, like I don't do puzzles, but do you know what I mean? Like there were so many things that we worked on that helped me that when I went into the situation, I did not know that that's what it was. And I think you had like a questionnaire beforehand, like what you wanted to work on and what we worked on. I was like, how the hell, where are we going with this? Where, what is, what did I spend my money on? Like, this has nothing. She is not talking about my mother. She is not, she has nothing to do with this. And lo and behold, (laughs) like your spider senses or whatever you want to call it. Like how, like how that's what baffles me is because it's like, I don't understand brain works or the process of like how we got from point A to Z and all everything in between, but there's like a method to your madness. Um, that I guess is your secret sauce. And then just you literally like in your book, you, you have, you know, your toolbox. So then you, you have tools. So it's like you work together, just like how, when you work with a personal trainer and you have a goal and then sometimes you gain weight or you have a special event or whatever you have to, you know, some things like, okay, Mm -hmm. I can do this, but then other things you're like, "Eh, but I need accountability. So I think it's like an ongoing process. Yeah. Yeah. I, (laughs) I actually remember what you were talking about. (laughs) We're doing this, you know, exercise and what does this have to do with what I said? I told her I wanted to work on this. Why are we talking about this? This has nothing to do with it. And I do remember at one point when we were doing a one-on-one session in Peru and I was having you do an exercise and you're like, I don't understand what this is. I don't understand what this is for. And I said, you don't have to understand right now. You will shortly, but you don't have to understand it right now. You're like, well, what? Okay. And so it was this look of like, what is she doing? And then afterwards, you're like, oh my gosh, how does how did, like, how did you know? How did you know? That's the crazy part. 
And that's the only thing, like when I, without giving away like too much, it's like laying in that hammock seems like it was yesterday where I was like, I don't understand like how she put, and I think that Amazon was right in the beginning, wasn't it? When we were there, like, yes. the beginning of the trip? Mm-hmm. yeah. And I was like, how does this woman that I barely know? And definitely we did not know each other on a, on that level. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't want to say intimate, but we didn't know each other on that level for you to like ask these questions to know that's what I needed that made me understand the last decade of my life. Mm. It was like mind blowing. I'm glad you were open to receiving my method of madness. I'm glad you were open to, well, that, I guess that leads me, no, I guess that does lead me into my next question. So. I've had a lot of people, I've had some people who would ask me, you know, well, what sets, what sets you apart? Like what makes you different from other life coaches and mindset coaches? And I feel that it's best if people work with me, explain that or answer that question. So, cause I can say, well, this is what I do and this is how I help. But what would you say, especially since you've had other type of support in the past, you know, of other people in this type of field, what would you say? And I'm asking this question because there may be one person listening to this who may be considering working with me and your answer can let them know like, yeah, this is the type of person for me or it's not. And either way is fine. But what would you say makes sets me apart from other coaches in this field or professionals in this field? Right. Um, What's crazy is because I had a completely different idea in my head of who you were and how bubbly and fun and joyful and that you are to, I don't want to say like serious, cause it's not like, cause it is fun. And I mean, obviously tears, but it's just, and I, can you even put this on your resume? It's just like magical. Like you're talented and it's just like your gift for you to somehow just look at a person and their pain and bring out the pain. I'm getting teary eyed. Bring out that pain for like, like a rebirth. And I don't know how to convince somebody to just give you a chance besides like, that's, and I know you've done that to so many women. Um, You're just so gifted in this talent of what you do, like it was literally what you were meant to do. I don't, is that, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I'm sure you I, hear that all the time. And it's, I mean, if it's just one person that you can also change their life, it's like, just do it. Like, just do it. Because I, I don't know if I've had, if you've had more people resistant as I am, but I'm a very, most of them are. Yeah. Resistant. I'm a skeptic. I'm, um, I don't want to say like negative, but I was so like, you know, I want to prove, prove them wrong. Like this doesn't work. And then it was like freaking worked in the good way. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best to not get, you know, too, too many tears. Tears are allowed. Tears are definitely allowed. Um, how I know, I know me when the tears really start coming, it's hard for me to stop them. I appreciate you. And what's really making me emotional is me crying. (laughs) 
blowing my nose and they can't see it. It's all of it. It's, it's really being able to be in the space to help, like truly honest to God, being able to use my gifts, use my inner knowing to help other women. It brings me so much joy that I'm able to do this, that I'm able to do this for people. And so I appreciate you and especially, you know, coming from you because I knew you were a skeptic. Like I knew that you were just like, wait, like I could tell I, you didn't say it to me, but I could just tell that you're just like, yeah, I'll give her a try. But uh, uh." I could tell (laughs) to even have that, that feedback from you. And I know we've talked about this before and, you know, the impact us working together has had, but even just the me seeing the changes within you, I am so grateful for you, Tammy. And you. truly, I thank you for you trusting in me and you choosing me and you, you just riding along this crazy ride with me, you know, <laughs> going through the jungle. Like we literally not figuratively right. speaking, literally we're in the jungle. We were in the Amazonian jungle in Peru, yes. um, no cell service. It was an experience jumping in the canoe, bloody hitting me in the leg. (laughs) Do you remember that? Yeah, it was an experience. Uh, We experienced a whole lot. We experienced driving through mountains and driving up to Machu Picchu and praying for our lives. We, we did it all. We, me being baptized half naked in the river, being beaten by herbs and hugging rocks and Oh man, that was, that was experience. I will never forget ever, ever. It was beautiful. Um, but anywho, I, I could keep talking forever and if I keep talking, we're going to talk for like 15 hours, but I want to, um, wrap up our conversation. I have a few questions for you. And then I can't wait to hear what you have to share with everyone about what you have to offer them with your amazing, incredible program. My question right now, what's bringing you joy right now in your life personally? Um, right now, I'm reading the Colleen Hoover books, which is not my genre and not my jam. And now it is like, I'm part, I'm part of that whole, what, if you read them now you're, I'm part of that. So I'm actually mm-hmm. really enjoying like turning off the TV, mm-hmm. and like, Oh my God, I wanted to read an hour. And then it's like two hours. I'm like, it's midnight. And I'm like, I have to put this down. It's crazy. Um, I took up yoga and I'm doing yoga like four times a week with different teachers and I'm loving the challenge it does mentally that Mm -hmm. I, um, makes me uncomfortable being still and, you know, moving my body. I love spinning. Um, those are the things like right now that bring me joy. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm. Okay. What does self-love mean to you? Self-love means like loving yourself, like authentically, like who you are, your DNA, everything about it, and just saying it out loud and thanking yourself like for everything that you do Mm -hmm. for yourself. Like when it's funny, cause I took yoga today, when you, at the end of yoga, you thank yourself for showing up and I do. And I'm like, thank you. Because even today 
I had a, I didn't have to rush to get ready, but I could have used it as an excuse not to, just to give me more time, mm-hmm. but I had nothing else to do. So it was like, yeah. And just doing things that you enjoy doing and recognizing like, Hey, I did something that I love to do. And this makes me happy. Beautiful. I love that too. What's your favorite song to dance to? Um, not really a dancer. I'm like a chair dancer, car dancer, but I mm-hmm. love any kind of rap music, like the baby, even Drake. I feel like can't Drake. I love Drake, Beyonce, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. any trendy TikTok song. I'm here for it. Okay. Love, <laughs> love any music that makes me move my body. All right. So if those listening to this podcast, to this episode only had to remember one thing from what you shared, what would it be? Can I use my word confidence of what the whole theme was? Absolutely. Can I, 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 cause I love TikTok. I saw a TikTok and since the theme was confidence and I referenced yoga. So if somebody feels like that whole world, and we talked about the universe and all that stuff in the beginning, Mm -hmm. I wrote down And because my course is all about energy, how to align your energy using all your chakras with confidence. So Mm. the root, which is where everything is based out of, you would say, I am confident, which is the most popular way of saying an affirmation. Then you're going to move to your sacral, sacral, and that's, I feel confident. Then to your solar plexus, I have confidence, your heart. I love my confidence, your throat. I speak confidently about myself, your third eye. I see my confidence in everything that I do and your crown. I know I am confident. Mm. Oh, I absolutely adore that. That is beautiful and beautiful. You know, I want everyone who's listening, if you love that, which I know you did, you know, make a note of where you are. Well, we're at the end, but you can always come back to this. Always come back to listen to that again with Tammy going through those statements, just in case you need a refresher. Or if you are in a space where you can write them down, go ahead. After you finish this episode, rewind, write them down, write them on your mirror whatever it is. So that way you have that, because again, it's those simple yet impactful things, those steps that really makes a difference for us. So I really appreciate you sharing that. And now to really wrap us up, yes, I want to hear about what you have to share with us, with your business, your, I know you have this epic program that it's not about just dressing to look amazing. It's about how you feel with dressing energy. So please share with us what it is that you have going on right now that you want to offer everyone. Thank you. So I have an online course that you can do self-paced. So you can work on it as slowly or as fast as you want. You have unlimited access. You can keep going back. The main purpose of it is finding your dominant energy and how you move through life and looking like you were born into your clothes. So a lot of times how people see you and we make judgments in the first 30 seconds, 
you want to look like you were born into your clothes and dress align with your energy, whether it's a high dominant energy or a slower or more still energy. And then I'm going to give you specific colors, prints, and patterns to dress accordingly. But I also have stuff about dopamine dressing, which is like feeling good. I love when I see your hair because you're like, that's dopamine dressing, dopamine styling, because it just makes you feel good and happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have stuff about inner mean girls and affirmations. It's a whole package or course of just living your most confident, authentic life. And for all of the listeners, you can t- have 50% off of my course oh. using the code energy. So using the code energy and you can go to lifewithtammyp.com. Um, this, my signature course is called Shakti style and Shakti means energy in Hindu. So use the code energy for 50% off of the course. So you all have to do this. Okay. <laughs> I know I can't demand anyone do this, but that's a really, thank you. I did not know she was offering this a big deal. So thank you so much for offering this to everyone listening. So 50% off and I will make sure to have all of this information in the show notes. So that way you have her website, you have ways to contact her and connect with her on social media, and you can take advantage of this incredible offer she has for us as well. So thank you so much, Tammy. I appreciate you you talking with me. I appreciate everyone listening. I, I know this brought some insight, some perspective, some joy, and some some hope to a lot of people listening. So thank you very, very much, Tammy. You're welcome. Oh, thank you for being part of this exhilarating journey through Getting Raw with Denise. Your commitment to self-discovery and growth is truly inspiring. If you have found value in this discussion, I would be so incredibly grateful if you could take a moment to share this podcast or you could even leave a review on Google or Apple Podcast. Your feedback helps others on a similar journey discover this complimentary resource and embark on their own transformative path. For more resources and support, please visit denisemarsh.net. Let's stay connected and continue uplifting one another. Remember, you hold the power to redesign and align your life from within. Embrace your uniqueness, cherish your self-worth, and set those healthy boundaries with confidence. Keep diving deep into your true self, unleashing the potential that resides within. You are capable of greatness and the world needs your authentic brilliance. Thank you once again for being a part of this incredible community. Until next time, stay true to yourself, keep shining, and let's keep getting raw together.